Am I introducing? I'm introducing, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, ladies. I'm Tori. And I'm Wendy. Welcome to The Fruitful Vine, where we delight in motherhood and life one honest conversation at a time. Hey, ladies. Welcome to The Fruitful Vine. My name is Wendy, and today I am joined by the beautiful, the one and only, the the, the creme de la creme. Tori Oglesby. That was an intro. Thank you. That was fabulous, Wendy. For someone who usually struggles or fumbles, you were great. I nailed it. Like I killed it. That was so good. Like, and to just think just two seconds ago, you were stuffing chips into your pregnant little mouth. It's true. (laughs) It's true. The chips are so good. How are you feeling? I'm feeling a lot better, a lot better nausea wise, but fatigue is out of this world, which is a shocker. Cause like second trimester is supposed to come with energy. Yeah. And you got none. No, 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 no. Not, how Are you just entering it? I am 17 weeks today. So okay. I'm okay. Like, maybe next week. What? Four weeks in. Yeah. yeah maybe, maybe next, next week. week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> It, it, it might, it might, it, it'll start before 20 weeks. You'll start feeling energetic. Yeah. And you know what? You're I feel like literally forming eyeballs and a exactly. heart and fingertips. Like, exactly. Oh, and I just feel like I got to stop complaining because there are some people that are sick throughout their entire pregnancies. Hello, Tori. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> yep. and, and I just gotta be like, you know what? At least you're not vomiting and with your face in the toilet 24 seven. So it could be so much worse. It really could. It really could. And you're looking great. You're doing great. You're about, it's all good. It's all good. You gotta, like I said, you're forming eyeballs and belly buttons and it takes a lot out of a woman. Good oh my Lord. goodness. And have you ever been pregnant in your thirties? <sighs> no, ma'am. And I never will be. Tori, there's still not time. My goal. There's still time. Not on my, um, my vision board. <laughs> You know what God says, make a vision board and watch me laugh. <laughs> and no, and no, 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 no. But I can, but it's because that's a legit thing. I hear that pregnancy in your thirties is a whole different experience. Dude, I thought it was just people complaining. Like, you, you know how old people complain a lot. No, no, y'all. No, it is a thing. It's a real thing. I have been pregnant a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Majority of it in my twenties and very like hitting 30. I had my last one at 31. So yes. like just barely hit 30. The difference is like insane. Like it is hugely, vastly different. How You're, old are you again? None of y'all business. <laughs> A little old lady. <laughs> no, no, I'm 34. I'm 34. But oh I gosh, feel you look so amazing. Thank you, girl. Girl, it's that skin and that, that smile. Skin? You look so great. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But like, like, I hurt. My body hurts. I feel like I got run over by a truck. Like my body does is not handling pregnancy like it was before. Like, I mean, I was like like a BMW, you know what I mean? Lamborghini, like nice body. All right. Like, <laughs> Where's this analogy going? <laughs> like, I mean, I could handle some 
some some push and pull, you know, like you like I was good after my pregnancies, during my pregnancies, like I was like vroom vroom, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm like like a broke down Volkswagen. <laughs> you know what? Volkswagens are great cars. <laughs> fine, fine. Like a 12 passenger church bus. Okay. There we go. There <laughs> like we an go. old one, an old one that they took from another church. And now, like, that's just beat down, like, used up. Like, the body, like, wow. And it's just like, yeah. like, it hurts to move and stretch and pull. I'm in pelvic floor therapy. I'm wearing bands. I ain't even that pregnant. I'm not that pregnant. Sam's like, you two days pregnant. Why are you? Sam was like, there are some clothes that you can wear. Ain't nobody going to know you pregnant. <laughs> like you're acting like you're in your third trimester. This baby about to come out tomorrow. And you're like, babe, I'm 34. Like it hurts. It hurts. It, it's not the same. He was talking to his mama the other day. He was like, his mom was like, so is this it? And he was like, only God knows. I'm like, only God knows. No, wrong answer. Oh wrong God, answer. No. I God think said no. 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 I mean, I, I find that I have another friend whose husband, she just had another baby. She's in her 30s. And it's her first baby in her 30s. And she was like, girl, just wait till I tell you the story. Like it's and but her husband is like, yep, and I want two more. And I'm just like, <laughs> Sir, what are you? You're not doing nothing. You Dude. don't gotta hold this uh, this baby in your body. Make Dude, it make if we could take turns, like Girl. if we could tag team it, I'd be like, okay, cool. What that would be so this. great if they you could know? be like if they could form like half of the baby and the other yeah. half could be formed in me. And then somehow yeah. through miraculous Jesus Christ, Come Come we on. get a baby. At like the what's outside his power? You know exactly. Like I'm I like, mean, it's I don't even care if he takes the him. first half. No, but let's really digest this. It is half of me and it's half of him. Why do I have to be the carrier? <laughs> the entire, you just deposit, incubate me and go. You just deposit it. Deposit. <laughs> okay, let me see your belly. Please show everyone your belly. Belly shot. Guys, what is this really? Like this oh. is a, this is a huge belly. It is the, it, it you, I, I like think 17 it, weeks. You definitely, you definitely, you definitely look pregnant and it yes. is the cutest little pregnant belly, but it, I disagree with Sam. Like, I mean, maybe if you had on something really baggy, I'm like, there's no well, way and you're not, me. you're not pregnant in your face. You're not pregnant in your arms. It's yeah. just in that belly. But that's the story of my life. Yeah. Like that is all pregnancy. Just like you were like, oh, maybe the next week, everybody's like, oh, maybe the next baby you'll gain some weight. Yeah. No, you're like, no, yeah, no. that's interesting that that hasn't changed being in your 30s. That's no. amazing. Those are I, but who knows? There's still time. Let's not take away all hopes and dreams of me gaining weight. I might just blow up like a, <laughs> like a blowfish. I know it's a weird thing to ask for. I know people are like, appreciate your body. Da, 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 this time, the other. I appreciate my body. Okay. But I'm cold. All right. Yeah. And winter's coming and I could use an extra 10 to 15, my arms, my legs, my butt because you know <laughs> and a little booty a little booty could never hurt and um 
maybe like around my face, my neck area. Like I'm not. No, shut up. No, 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 no. I am not into skeletal skeletal system showing like. Oh my God. That is like my favorite. No woman should. You do not. No, no. Clavicles. No. Oh, that is so sexy and feminine. I love it. No, but I'm into like, get, get it thick. We don't need to count all your ribs. Like I want to be that's, thick. No, I, I understand, but you don't want to be thick in the face and neck. Trust yes, me. Girl. No, you know what? That's my safe one time. Did I tell you about like, I think this comment was supposed to be mean, but I was like, yes, this lady commented on one of my YouTube videos. She goes, you have a really skinny face for a thick frame. <laughs> oh my god! Why are people so mean? That's and so I, I was like, that like, is so unnecessary. So unnecessary. So what were you talking about on your video? I think it was a day in the life video. So people are used to just seeing my face, but then she saw the rest of my, and it was a thick season, baby. Like, oh, my thighs were thick. Everything was juicy. Little did she know, like. That's what I pride myself on. Skinny <laughs> face and then a thick body. Okay. That is my goal. Oh my gosh. I die. Why are people no, so you, I get it though. Extra. I get girl. I was like, I didn't even respond to it because, but I laughed. It was funny. But I get, I get you wanting to be a little bit thicker. Like I just want to be, I want to look like a woman. You know, I don't want to look like a 12 year old girl that got I was impregnated. Say you know, boy. <laughs> No, that is what I look like for majority of my life. But you know, now now I got little hips because babies had to come out of there. Your style has evolved. Exactly, exactly. I did look like a 12-year-old boy for a very long time. Very long time. I used to have like abs, so that didn't help. And like muscular arms. Like anytime I worked out, it would just it would just chisel my arms, which I know, guys, I know muscular arms. Oh, you poor girl, you must be suffering. Look, okay. I'm cold. Okay. I'm cold. I went to the doctor. Everyone has different All right. Yeah. Are you anemic? Yes, I'm anemic. Mm. I went to the doctor's office the other day. They were like, you lost 0.2 pounds. I'm like, Dang, I'm pregnant. Let me gain the weight. Please, that is not, oh my goodness. It's so amazing how different people struggle with different body yeah. issues. And you never hear about the skinny people's struggles. It's only about thick people's struggles. Oh, I hear my 10-year-old daughter is like, I just want to get meat on my bones. I'm like, what? <laughs> Gosh, I feel her. You don't understand. From her age, I've been wanting to get me on my real. Bed. Okay, that's good to know. Because yeah. I'm like, why? Why are you even? No, concerned? they had me on insure and steroid steroid shots. It didn't work. You're just a little skinny. Baby. It didn't work. I was just hungry. I just kept eating. <laughs> just kept eating. You'll probably gain weight like in your seventies. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I gave up. Okay, it's not gonna happen. Oh, it's, it's, you just need to have a baby. Wait till you have a baby. You wish you never said that had a baby and wait till your second one. It's the second one that changed things. All right. I'm on baby four now. Five. Yeah. Anybody, anybody want to yeah. give me more advice? Right. Right. Man. Well, I'll be praying for you that you gain, that your face gets fatter. I'll be praying you get fat. <laughs> Dear Lord Jesus, please make Wendy gain some weight. <laughs> Make a fat, make a fat so he stop complaining. <laughs> All right. So today, ladies, we are diving into a big topic. 
And it's a topic that I actually text Wendy on Monday, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Go yeah, Sunday. I texted Wendy and today's Friday for reference, but I texted Wendy and I was like, Wendy, we need to talk about fruitful marriage because I just now realized how selfish I am. <laughs> and literally either that day or the next day, we get an inbox message from one of our lovely listeners. And she's just like, I need somebody to talk about marriage. I need somebody to talk about marriage honestly and richly when, when marriage is hard. Like, how do we do marriage? And that's a big question. And I know a lot of, um, I know a lot of women going through marriage woes and we're going to talk about it. We're going to be honest. We're going to as honest as we feel led to be. And we are going to talk about the big topic that honestly, we've been avoiding all season. (laughs) Yeah. Majority of seasons, we try to avoid the marriage topic. We do. We do. Because who are we? Who are we? Tori just realized how selfish she is. Like, pretty sure I don't need to be talking about marriage. But um, I mean, like, like I like with everything, I can't, I don't come from a place. And I don't think any of us, I don't think either one of us comes from a place of we've arrived. Um, I think we try very, we don't know. We we don't don't, know. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a place that we come from a place that we've arrived, not even homeschooling. Like there's no, no oh, dear God. No, yeah, there's no place that we come from. Like we've made it. And here, let me help you get to the mountaintop. Um, I'll, me personally, I just know what, what the good book says. And I, I try my hardest to, pray about that and seek that before anything else, because what the world says and what the good book says is completely different. See, that's interesting. Cause I find that the good book is, it's pretty vague and pretty, um, really? pretty. It ain't vague. It's very, it's very specific. It's just a little, I, a little specific. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think it's, and maybe this is because Jesus wasn't married, but I, I don't think it's, I would really like the Bible to have more practical, not roles, not this is your role that do this. I mean, practical, um, specifically marriage instructions. And that's, that's but, my honest heart. No, where, no, no, where, where, no, I feel marriage, you. When my marriage went through some crazy stuff, I found one verse as far as instruction to do with my specific situation and that even that verse left it pretty open to me. And so I don't know. I just wish that I, I and I know you can apply all Bible verses to your marriage, but as a reader, sometimes I'm like, you know, Jesus, I would have liked would have liked a little bit more clarity on on it. And I'm listening. I have to let my dog out. I think that. I have found personally that hold on, Tori just ran. She's running. She's running. She ran real fast. Man, she's speedy. (laughs) I have found that when okay, okay, here. Practical, right? Because you know I'm practical. You know that's where I come from. Okay. Marriage, in in my opinion, or from what I gather from biblically, 
that the idea of marriage, because I know you said that Jesus wasn't married, but the idea of marriage is how Christ loved the church. And so marriage, it's supposed to be a reflection of that. Like, see, but even that is not, that is if, if like, and this is me being an honest person talking about marriage. Yeah, yeah. That's insane because we all know how big and how mighty and how ferocious he loved the he loves the church, right? So that even that for someone who is in the thick of the marriage issues is a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. Make it make sense, Jesus. Okay, Fix it because the entire big. Bible is a flipping tough pill to swallow. Like what That's about true. the Bible is not a tough pill to swallow? Don't lie. I spent my whole life don't lie. Don't steal. How do you spend your whole life? Don't steal. Like the entire thing is supposed to be, you can't do it. Well, and I so also, you must depend on God to do it. Right. I also think, okay, here's something else that I've been chewing on. We also have to realize that when it, when the Bible talks about marriage, it's mostly Paul. It's mostly um, Jesus has ascended back up and Paul is starting the new church. And so this is like, okay, this is how it's ran. This is how the church is ran. This is how your household should be ran. It's it's instruction from Paul. And so I think that's a very specific, um, that, that's something that I just now realized in my adulthood, that once Jesus ascended back into heaven, that's when the, the disciples um, started kind of creating this church and and kind of like this beautiful outline for how we should move as Christians in this world. Uh, there's a really good episode on, it's called the Bible for normal people. And they kind of get into, they really get into that. And I think I'm, I'm going to try to link it in the show notes because it's kind of fascinating. We don't, we don't have to get on it now because it is a, um, it's more of like a theologian kind of perspective. So maybe we shouldn't try to chew that up right now. But I, I just do think that's worth noting. Well, yes and no. Mm-hmm. Because if you believe that the Bible is true, if you believe that the Bible is God inspired, then whether Moses wrote it, whether Paul wrote it, whether whether um, John wrote it, it's still all God breath, God breathed. Yeah. God. See, that's you know where I mean? that, yeah, that's where you and I, I think we disagree in our Bible philosophy yeah. because, because I think, I, because we, I do, I do believe it was all God inspired, but I also, <laughs> it's also been through a lot. And I also know, I, I don't know. That's where we differ in, in the, yeah. in theology, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah. You're because saying. I'm, I'm very big about if one has less weight, the whole thing, it negates the whole thing for me. Um, I'm very big on, I don't think that, <laughs> never mind, this is getting off topic. <laughs> but all that to say, besides Paul, there were, there, is, there, there's, there's definitely other like Old Testaments talking about. Oh, marriage. don't use the Old Testament. They had, Girl. they had multiple wives. That's not modern marriage. But that wasn't God, that wasn't God inspired. That was well, them that was going against what God wanted. Because when God no, made that was it, God very made much it, the culture, though. That yeah, was when, when God made marriage, he made it 
one man, one woman. No, when God made people, he made it one man, one woman. Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve did not, where's their, where, Adam was a woman made, or Eve was a woman made for Adam. Um, I'm assuming they, like, they lived life, obviously. But I, was that, was that a marriage covenant made? In my eyes, yes. That was the first marriage covenant. Interesting. Anything, even them taking up multiple wives and things like that, you'll see in the Bible where it wasn't God that was like, hey, you go get another wife, go get a third wife, go get a, like, it wasn't God that was telling them to do that. And there was a lot of consequences and repercussions because of that, because they went against God's will. Okay, so marriage is supposed to be, marriage is a um, reflection of how Jesus loved the church. church. And so I think that if we start there, as we said, that's a big pill to swallow, but that's also a beautiful illustration. Yes. And there is no way, no way, in my opinion, that you can do marriage outside or like that outside of God doing it within you, changing you and doing work within you. Yeah. I, and even I, with God, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Because but I think the that's the sanctification process. Marriage is a direct reflection of not only your imperfections and insecurities and selfishness, but also your partners. Like because yes. it's this partnership, you know, Sam inside and out. I know Justin inside and out. He knows me inside and out. Sam knows you inside and out. Therefore, I, I see all of my imperfections, but I also see Justin. So you're working with two <clears throat> imperfect people in an imperfect world with imperfect situations and circumstances. And you're saying, I'm going to do this life with you. I am going to try to love you the way Christ loved the church. And you're absolutely right, Wendy. That's You cannot do that outside of outside of God. You can't. Yep. And one of the big things that I find within marriage is that marriage is a selfless act that, um, it's a lot of dying to self. It's a lot of, um, putting the other person before yourself. And, um, I know we live in a world where it's like, it should be 50, 50, or it should be this or that. Um, but I find that marriage is very much, I serve you, you serve me type of situation. Um, and now I do want to say abuse, because I think anytime so, you start talking about marriage, people want to bring up a very much outliers of being physically, emotionally, mentally abused, abuse, seek help, get out of the situation. I'm not saying get a divorce. I'm saying physically get out of the situation, Um, especially to you or your children. um, I feel like that goes without saying uh, that this is very much anything outside of that. Okay. (laughs) Um, Marriage is hard and there is a lot that is learned when we die to ourselves. There is so much that is um, more me than him. 
and more. I've got a friend, right? She's not married to a Christian man by any means of the word. She's not married to a Christian man. He doesn't believe in God. He denounces God because he's atheist and she's a Christian very much so. Um, And the things that she has to do and has to deal with um, and the way that she does it, talk about dying to self. Talk about every single day dying to self. Um, she's not an abusive relationship. He's, he's very much a provider. Um, but there are just things that when people have to answer to God, they just act differently than when they, the only person they got to answer to is to themselves. Um, and he, he does these things and she prays for him. She, she's, she, she's selfless with him. And she also doesn't expect him to be a Christian when he's not. Um, and she, I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen it in action. Like I've seen it with her and, um, it's very much (laughs) how Christ loves the church for lack of a better word. She, she loves him. And she says all the time, you know, she knew they were unevenly yoked when she decided to marry him, but she thought she could change him, you know? And, um, she can, she hasn't been able to change him because, you know, only God can do that. Yeah. That's actually, that's, that's beautiful to me. Um, I think it actually, the Bible does say that a believer can be with a non-believer, um, if they're okay with it. If they're okay with it, that you can do that. And because of that believer, the household, her, her husband is saved, which is so remarkable and huge to me. I think you said something though. You said that she takes, she doesn't expect him to be who he isn't. And I think that's, that's a marriage lesson. That's really hard because like her, most wives are like, oh, I'm going to change him. I'm going to make him my perfect little person. But what I'm learning is that and I've had to learn this the hard way is that marriage is accepting your partner for who they are and who they're going to be and who they change into and who, and where every single season of them figuring out them marriage is accepting your partner. Even when your partner done lost his mind or isn't being the man that, that he's capable of being, or when you're not being the woman that you're capable of being, I pray to God that, if I ever falter in life, um, I, I pray that Justin is the kind of partner that will still love me through it. I think that love and marriage is messy and it's, it's messy. It's complicated. It's hard. Sometimes it's stupid, but I think that if you can take the expectations off of you need to be who I need you to be. And you need to serve me how I need you to serve me. If we can get a little less selfish, I think that marriage would be easier. And if we could let things go and stop trying to control things, I think that like your friend, she, that's a true testimony. If you can just accept people where they are and kind of pray through it, 
right? I mean, every partner is going to have little annoying things that they do. And um, like Wendy said, obviously abuse, like that's crazy, right? Um, that That's extreme. I'm sorry. That's extreme. But all these little everyday things are manageable and can get worked out if we just become a little less selfish. That's why I texted you that. Like I read Psalms 51 and I was like, wow, you foolish, foolish, foolish woman. You think you're, you're just a sinful, selfish person and you need to realize that. And you need to stop thinking that your way is the best way. Um, that's, that's where I'm at with marriage. Most marriages can be fixed and healed and thrive even better after hard seasons, after, um, big life situations happen, whether it's, um, I don't know, well, you changed or, um, I don't believe in God anymore. You know, what if you were evenly yoked and then became unevenly yoked throughout life? Uh, miscarriages, financial woes, um, 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 cheating. I believe that most marriages can heal from those big things, but I do think that it takes patience. It takes time. It takes prayer. It takes therapy. It takes all the good things you can think of. (laughs) You got to pull those things out of you. Yeah. You got to pull. And those things are only the fruits of the spirit. Cause there's no way. You have to pull those things out of you. And I think that I I think we live in a society that's like, oh, he did what? She did what? Get out of there. And I, I, I don't think that's the point of marriage. I think the point of marriage is sickness and health, good, bad, rich, poor. Do we really understand what those vows mean? I think that society thinks happiness. Once I stop being happy, I'm out deuces, you know, like I'm not happy anymore. Why am I gonna, I don't have to be in a situation where I'm not happy, where he's not fulfilling me, where I'm not, you know, where I'm not priority and da, 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 and this, that, and the other, and I'm out. Like I have known people that have gotten divorces because they're not happy anymore. We fell out of love, you know, all the things. That's not funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> we fell out of love, all the things. It's true. How many times do you hear that? Like, it's the truth. Um, we're just not connecting like we used to connect. I'm like, yo, a whole marriage? Because you're not connecting like how you... Anyways, but you know, like all I'm saying is it's not easy. You don't get married to be happy. Like, like, well, I I think that's, I think so let's for any of our young listeners, maybe you just got married, maybe you're a college kid, and you're going to get married. I think that that is a a misconception that's out there. And I think every every romance movie, every romance movie. Yeah, yeah, we got to get real about what marriage is and what it's going to look like. And I'm sorry, your 20 year old husband is going to be he's he has no clue what he's doing just like you have no clue what you're doing like you have to figure it out and you guys my biggest marriage advice besides like not be selfish is just enjoy it and have fun and stop trying to like play marriage and figure out what your marriage needs to look like because my marriage doesn't look like Wendy's and Wendy's marriage doesn't look like mine but guess what Wendy's marriage works for her. My marriage works for me. And I think that 
that is something that you can't, marriage is not like one, what's that saying? You're asking me about a saying, do you know how bad I am at sayings? (laughs) Marriage (laughs) is not one size fits all. Okay. There you go. Marriage can look very different and obviously like, don't get crazy with it. Like keep it in the confines of like what the Bible says marriage is, but because people are weird, (laughs) but marriage can be whatever you and your husband need it to be. Um, Hard seasons can look however you and your husband need it to look. Justin and I recently went through a really hard season and it didn't look how anybody wanted it to look. Everybody wanted it to look a certain way. And Justin and I just slowly took our time to figure it out. And I think that sometimes with marriage, you just got to shut the world out. I was going to say, I was going to say that I was going to say counsel is important. Counsel is important. I 100% believe that, um, counsel from older, wiser, um, married couples that have been through the trenches. Cause when you listen to some people that have been married for 50 years and you hear the stuff that they've been through, you'd be like, Oh, and y'all still together. Like question. Do you find honest, um, honest, do you, do you find those people? I do. I do. But I'm also picky for lack of a better word, like Sam's not somebody who takes advice from everybody. It's, I can't even get him to read a marriage book. Like he's not, he's not that person. I'm like a life experience person. Mm. Um, so we have no choice, but like to find rich people that will be honest and real with us. Mm. Um, and that's something that we've prayed about. And that God has laid on our lap. That's not something that everybody just gets and just, it's just hanging around forever. No, I don't, I actually don't find too many marriages that I look up to. Like yeah. all the marriages, all, even the people that are still it's not married look up to. and yeah. been, been married for, no, no, no. But I think that's important. I think you need that, but I'm saying look all up the to marriages, is hard, Tori. Look up to <laughs> not yeah, like, no, no, no. And it doesn't have to be perfect, but I want, I don't find couples but like, like, like you, you can see you actually there's you. one couple. There's one couple. There's because I know couple. you have one couple because you've talked about them. Yep. And I, I that's and I told her when I met her, I told her. But um like the people I've known who've been married longest in my life, like these are people close to me. I'm talking about like my parents and <laughs> my in-laws. Yes, they've been married for a long time, but that's not I'm not just going at this for the long run. I also want it to be healthy and sustainable and life-giving for both partners involved. And so like, I don't, I I don't see that as much as I would like, and I'm not saying it has to be a perfect marriage. I want it. I look, you, you know, you and me, we love like not happy stories, like make it as rough as it needs to be, but be honest with me and show me how you got through that as a partnership. I don't, I don't, I don't find too many of that. So I'm going to start praying for that. I, we, it's something that I personally poured prayer into because of who my husband is. I don't mind reading a a self-help book and seeking counsel and wisdom from that, but he, he doesn't, he will not. That's not his thing. That's not how he works. He works from real life experiences. He works from, let's, let me sit across from you, have a conversation with you. Like that's, that's the, that's who he will give more credit to, if that makes sense. Um, And so 
I do believe that counsel is important, but everybody not your counselor. Everybody not your counselor. Dare I say your mama is not your counselor and should not be in your marriage. And I think that a lot of times, or your, your friend who ain't married, who don't know what it's like to be married, that's who you're going to like, that, 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 about your husband too. And then she's telling you, that, 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 and you bring that back into your marriage. It's very important. I, I'm careful and hesitant with this because I don't, because a lot of times people are in abusive situations, but they're not talking to nobody. And so it's all the abuse is kept within the marriage. So that, so I do like, do think outside counsel is important, mm-hmm. but it's not for everybody. Like there's people that are going up on Instagram, just talking about their marriage and talking about all the struggles, talking about all their problems. Oh, he said this. Oh, she did that. Like that's too messy. And that's not a way to sustain a marriage. There are times where you just got to put your head, your head on the grind, your nose to the field. Your see bad at sayings, but you got to get there. You got to just get down in the trenches with your husband, just you and him and work through some stuff. Take the time, take the crying, take the patience, take the talks that need to do that need a break and then go, go, go. And then come back to the talks again, like, there are things that just everybody cannot be involved in and everybody does not need to know every single step of the way of how you're arriving there because they can impede your progress. Yeah. And let's be honest, not everybody is cheering for you. Unfortunately, not even Christian, not even your best friend can, will be cheering for you a lot of the time. I will shout out my best friend because my best friend prays for my husband and goes even harder for my husband than I do. So shout out to Brittany Shanae. But um, it's not, you have to have discernment for sure. Everything Wendy said is completely correct. You have to have discernment. And I I was looking at the question that the beautiful listener sent. And I just want to make sure we kind of answer this for her the, the best way we can before we close out. And she said, I'd be really interested in the fruitful vine, like how to be a godly, a godly marriage and biblical wife during the unhappy seasons. So, um, hello listener. Um, I, (laughs) sometimes it's surrendering. It's prayer. Oh girl. Like battle prayer, crying out, not pretty prayers. No, get angry with God. Oh, I've been, I was so angry with God a number of times the past two years. Get, get angry, get vulnerable, dirty battle prayer. I can't do this anymore. Prayers. Like I, like you said him to me, Lord, what is this? (laughs) Fix it. Like I need you. And then the other thing is a lot change up the prayer a little bit, you know, be like, Lord, if it's me reveal to me what I am doing wrong, show me where I am failing in this. Cause a lot of times we be praying about him mm-hmm. when the problem is us. Mm-hmm. So like, really like, Lord, I really don't think I'm wrong here, but if it's me, just be like Wendy, ha, you know, and show yeah. it to me, you know? Yeah. 
that that's Psalms 51. Um, read Psalms 51 if you're listening to this, because it really does point it back to yourself. And I read it and I made Justin read it. Um, because I was like, this, what we're both selfish, we're both wrong, we're both sinful, and I need to see that for me, and you need to see that for you because too much during a marriage, it is. Well, you're doing this. Well, you're doing this. Well, you, you, you. Well, you, you, you. Right. And 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 Wendy's right. Try to switch that up and look inward. And the it, Psalms 51 even says that it's like, um, oh, it says, but you delight in like an inward. Oh, I have to inward. Uh, hold on, I gotta find it because it's so beautiful. But um, while I'm finding it, I also will say like just speak life. Even when you have no life to give, Mm. when you're praying, speak, speak life, go back to your old journals. If you're a journal keeper, go back to your old feelings of how your husband made you feel. Um, and understand that like, this is spiritual warfare. Whenever a marriage is under attack, it's not even about the marriage. It's so much bigger. It is, it is. And and, to see your marriage fail. Oh, absolutely. He comes to still kill and destroy half he can do that so easily by taking just under, by taking one marriage captive, he can do that yes. like generationally, right? Think about what? how much he can still kill and destroy. That's so true. Um, so try to get out of your head. We've been talking about this a lot this season. It's not about you try to get out of your head and realize that whatever's going on, it's a spiritual warfare. My husband's under attack or I'm under attack. Our family's under attack. And Now's not the time to like quiver and give up and, and surrender. Um, now's the time to like fight and prayer and, and you fight on your knees. Yeah. Yeah. On your knees. And what Tori said about the journaling, take time to write gratitude for what, when it comes to your husband, because it's hard to be mad at something that you're grateful for. So what are you grateful for? Think of the smallest thing. He picked up his socks today, Lord. Thank you. Like take some time, specific gratitude for him and what he has done. Mm -hmm. Um, I find that it's hard for me to be mad when I love him. You know, it's hard for me to be mad when I'm thankful for him. Um, And so that kind of helps to diffuse the annoyance. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, for sure. It definitely helps to turn your perspective. Um, I cannot find it, but I want everybody to read Psalms 51. Um, one part of it is like, it's the famous created me a pure heart. Oh God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. I mean, if that's not like a marriage prayer that we all should be praying, like every, like creating me a new heart because yes, I am flawed and I'm showing up for this marriage, but I know I'm not perfect. My partner is not perfect. Like fix it, Jesus. And fix just it. remember it, it. It's a sanctification process. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It, it's, mm-hmm. to, it's to refine you. And so take that for what it is and learn and grow. Um, whether it is patience, whether it is gentleness, whether it, whatever it is, like take that as, you know, at least, you know, this is a learning opportunity. This, this, I, as hard as my marriage has been and it's beyond perfect, um, to this day, um, 
I am so thankful for who I am now mm-hmm. in comparison to where I started. Yeah. Um, and I feel so sorry for the young Justin who had to deal with the young Tori <laughs> as a wife. Good Girl. Lord. Talk about trying to make your ideal marriage, your perfect marriage, your movie marriage. Um, that was so mean. And we've like, all been there, ladies. Like, I, if I think if we take a collective breath, like, oh, Wendy went through that too. Oh, yeah. Tori went through that too. Yes, y'all. It's all a hot mess. Yeah, we've all been there. And if we could sit there and tell y'all some of the serious stories and serious things that we've been through, y'all would be like, the world would have been told you to get a divorce. Okay. The world would have been like, mm, no, he no good. Let him go. Like, mm-hmm. like there is, but God, yeah. yeah, but God. Yeah. Yeah. So we are praying for all of your marriages. Truly like yes. marriage is such a marriage it's is under a protection it, and it, it is. It's under attack and marriage is a protection from the from the man down to the children. Yes. It's such a beautiful spiritual thing. And we have to start looking at it as a spiritual thing and not just a physical agreement or physical, right? It's a spiritual thing because it really only makes sense in the spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it don't make sense in, in worldly um, perspectives, but we're praying for your guys' marriages. Let us know how you like this episode. Wendy, you want to say anything before we head out? We love you guys. We understand the struggle. Um, and like I said, like Tori said, we definitely, um, lift up your marriages in our prayers and, um, continue to pray y'all continue to pray. get on your knees. I promise, promise prayer changes things. It really does. Ladies, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. We pray that you remember to lean into the one true vine while you are busy being the fruitful vine. Until next time. Bye. bye. Why is that the first time that we actually did it at the same time?